our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. Hey, I'm Sarah. When planning our home birth, my husband Matthew and I were really frustrated by the lack of empowering and honest home birth resources. So we created this podcast to start a new conversation for moms and families like us. This is Doing It at Home. Hey everyone, welcome to the Doing It at Home podcast. Today's episode is part two of a little before and after situation that we did with Christy Anderson. So if you haven't heard the first part of the story, I highly recommend pausing, jumping over to episode 29, which you can find either in iTunes or on our website, diahpodcast.com listening to the first part so then you can jump in and you'll be up to speed and you'll know where we last left off with Christy, which was she was just days away from giving birth, was waiting for her husband Ryan to arrive um, back home from Korea where he is serving in the military. And he was literally on the plane coming home as we spoke to her. And so now baby has arrived and we get to hear all about it. I won't give anything away, but let's just say it's an awesome story and you get to hear some of the the agonizing anxiety and frustration around waiting for baby to come, especially when you go past your guest date and when people are calling you and texting you, wondering where baby is, and then also even wondering if Ryan would still be there for the birth because he had to go back to Korea and had to leave just a few days later. So you get to hear all of that, the amazing birth story, and Christy is so awesome. Um, Her message is if you have any feeling or are drawn to home birth in the slightest, do it. Go for it. So she's awesome, and we're so excited to share the rest of her story. Here it is. Hi, Mama. Hi, Sarah and Matthew. How's it going? <laughs> awesome. We are fantastic, but we are more interested in hearing how you are. Oh, we're doing so, so well. Everything's really great. Um, we have a little story to share. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, it was a to-be-continued last yeah. time we spoke. Yes, we definitely, we have baby in our lives now, obviously. Um, so uh, hubby, I think where we left off, hubby was on his way home that day when yes, we talked. Um, that yeah. day. Yeah. He, yeah, he made it back great. Um, he got here, and I, I think it was two days before my due date. Yeah, he got here on the 16th. I was I was supposed to, you know, well, my estimated due date was the 18th. So, um, you know, as much as we uh, tried not to get that, specific date stuck in our head and we just kept saying you know that's an estimation and we know she could come you know weeks before or weeks after I think we both really let it get in our heads Mm. and um, we really expected her to come that day even though we kept saying oh she may not come then having him here and my mom was in town I think we both just said okay she's going to be here that day Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then that day came and went (laughs) and uh, and that was when things kind of got a little tough, a little dicey. You know, we were already in that limbo period of, okay, just waiting for baby to arrive. And then I had 
my husband and my mom and all of our friends who I know they meant so well. And I was so gracious that they were checking up on us, but it got to the point where it was like, everybody kept saying, has the baby come yet? Oh, has the baby come yet? Yep. And the phone's was, blowing was, up. Yep. Mm. So much pressure, so much like anxiety. I got to the point where I just had to get in the car. I just told my husband, I said, I'm getting in the car and I'm going like for a drive. Yeah. <laughs> I just need to, I just need to escape this whole thing and like get right with myself and get back on the, on the right mindset of, you know, this baby's going to come when she's ready. Mm. So, um, so we got to that point and, and we went five days after, um, which is not bad, you know, especially for first time mom. I know, I know a lot of women go weeks after, um, yeah. they're estimated due. So, uh, so let's see, it was Monday the 23rd. I actually went into labor. Um, it was about two thirty that morning. I hadn't started having contractions yet, but I woke up just adrenaline rush, wake up at two thirty, mm. And I said, I got to get out of bed and do something. And I thought to myself, okay, you better go do something and then go back to bed. Cause what if today's the day? Right. But I couldn't go back to sleep. So, um, I, uh, realized after about an hour being awake that I had lost part of my mucus plug. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, okay, today's the day you need to get your butt back in bed and go back to sleep. <laughs> uh, but I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't contractions started shortly after that. So about, uh, five or 6 AM, I was already starting to have contractions, um, got up and made my husband breakfast and we just kind of lounged around. I called my doula and let her know uh, what was going on. And um, she said, just, you know, keep her posted. Um, And then I kind of let the midwife know what was going on too. And um, as the day went on, we just kind of relaxed around the house and I had some lunch and uh, contractions got stronger. And about four o'clock in the afternoon, I, um, my contractions were getting pretty strong, but I guess being a first time mom, I didn't really know. I was timing them, but I wasn't really sure, you know, how painful are these things going to get? And yeah. So, I, this, yes, I, I can totally relate to that. <laughs> yeah. So at, at, by like five o'clock, my doula was like, Hey, how are you doing? And I think she and the midwife were probably thinking, well, she's probably experiencing some prodermal labor, you know, things may have backed off since she hasn't really been in touch with us. But I, in my mind, was thinking, oh, things have to get way stronger than this before I call people over to my house, you know. Um, so nobody had showed up at that point. But um, by 5 o'clock, my doula, we hadn't even spoken on the phone yet. And we were just texting back and forth. And she said, I think I'm going to make my way to your house. Because I just kept texting her, you know, things are, like, contractions are getting stronger. But, you know, it's not crazy, not unbearable. And so she made her way here. She got here about six o'clock in the afternoon. And, um, by the time she got here, I was not able to talk through contractions. Mm. I was pretty, pretty far along, I think. And then she said, yeah, I think we need to call the midwife. So, um, there was actually two midwives assistants that came and, um, she called them because my midwife is a couple of hours away. So she called them first. And because I was so far along, I couldn't even pick up the phone and, and call them. Uh, and when they got there, they got there about an hour later and they checked me and I was fully dilated. I was 10 centimeters and like ready to go. And like, <laughs> I'm sitting here, these contractions, just like, okay, they're going to get worse than this. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm fully dilated, like ready to start pushing. So, um, so about seven thirty or eight, maybe closer to eight or eight thirty. I don't know. I started losing track of time at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, um, 
got into the birth pool uh, after the midwife's assistants got here and um, we started pushing and <laughs> it was, the birth pool was awesome, by the way. I love the birth pool. Yeah. That was such a great thing to have. Um, I really thought we were going to get a water birth, but um, I just couldn't, I couldn't get my act together. I guess being a first time mom and my midwife had told me this. she said, you know, more power to you for wanting to have a water birth and I hope it happens but a lot of first-time moms just don't they can't feel where to push Mm -hmm. um you know when they're in the water and it was relaxing me so much that I wasn't I wasn't getting a good productive push when I was pushing um so I was in the birth pool for a good hour two hours maybe pushing and things just weren't really moving along my water had broken but um I just wasn't, I wasn't progressing like they wanted me to. Um, so we got out of the birth pool. Um, then we, we promptly went to the bathroom. We labored on the toilet a little, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not comfortable at all. <laughs> uh, and didn't, didn't get very far there. We, um, we labored, uh, you know, squatting. Uh, and then by then it was like close to midnight and, I had not slept since 2.30 that morning. Ugh. I was exhausted. Yeah. And they, they were like, you're just going to have to lay down. So they got me in the bed, laying on my side. And uh, we ended up delivering in the bed, um, lying on my side. It was it was one one no four in the morning when she was born. Mm. Uh, and my lovely midwives did a great job. They did not tell me that baby was face up. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. She was coming out at a funky angle. Like my husband said, it was like a 45 degree angle. Like, so her head wasn't coming out straight on. Mm-hmm. So he was, her head was kind of turned to the side. So that was making pushing a little bit more difficult, <laughs> but, but she came and it was, it was fantastic. We got her out and, uh, you know, I had a, I had a little tear, but it wasn't anything crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and baby was healthy and, and it, it just, it, now it just seems like all like a blur, but in the moment it was so much work. It was so much work. Yeah. But uh, it was, it, she came out. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That. Yeah, yeah. They, they eventually make their way out somehow. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Um, um, how was, like, I, go ahead. How was the, the house? What was going on in the, in the house? Like, what was the scene? Were you in your bedroom? So, yeah, so we were in the bedroom uh, when we delivered her. So I had a, quite a large birth team, and I think I remember you saying that you had quite a few people at your house, too. Mm-hmm. Um I had my mom, my husband, uh, two midwives assistants, um, a close friend of mine, and uh, the midwife and my doula. So I had six people present at Mm -hmm. at the birth. And it was just, I kind of remember like little blurs of of things at moments. And every time I switched, they would take me to one room, the whole crowd would follow. And I just remember thinking, okay, (laughs) coming along. (laughs) Whole crew. Right. And like one person was taking pictures and, and my mom was just kind of standing there just watching. <laughs> and my husband was trying to be there, but it was kind of like him and my doula, like not battling it out, but like they were both trying to be right there next to me mm. at the same time. So, uh, but it was great. You know, I, I say, I say it was a lot of people, but I'm so glad I had all of those people there because what I didn't know in the moment was that she was face up, which can, you know, make pushing really difficult. And mm-hmm. the, everybody was just, everybody was like, come on, Christy, you can do this. It, it, she's almost there, even though she wasn't really almost there. Yeah. You know, they were really encouraging me and, and I wouldn't have had it any other way uh, to have every one of them there. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. stressful. I didn't feel like too many people. 
uh, it was just kind of funny in the moment that all these people were just shuffling around from yeah. one room to the next, <laughs> following. But, uh, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade everybody being there for the world. It was great. I really needed that support system. Right, so. right. And then yeah. <clears throat> what's, what was it like after Charlotte arrived? You know, what, you know, I'm assuming she was placed on you, like on your chest and what, yeah. what happened over the next couple hours? Um, well, you know, it was like all of the struggle and all of the, I don't even want to call it pain because, and I, you know, some women might shoot me for saying this, but I, I would say there was almost no pain afterwards. I just didn't, I didn't feel any pain. I just mm. felt like. I guess the oxytocin and all the hormones and everything. I just yeah. felt like, wow, thank God this is over. And here's my baby. Um, yeah. So they set her on my chest and we just held on to her. Um, we did delay cord clamping. So mm-hmm. um, uh, we kind of just hung out until the cord start, stopped pulsating and uh, they stitched me up and uh, just me and my husband got to be right there next to her, <clears throat> you know, just talking to her and, and checking her out making sure she had all of her fingers and toes mm-hmm. and, um, and then kind of over the course of the next hour, you know, they, 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 uh, hubby got to cut the cord, of course, and, um, delivered the placenta and they checked baby out and <clears throat> pretty routine, uh, run of the mill checkup afterwards, but everybody, everybody was good. So, mm-hmm. um, it was, it was a really special moment though, just getting to be like, I got to stay in my bed, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't have to get up and go anywhere they didn't take my baby away from me you know they did they did everything right there on the bed where I could see her and I knew what was going on so I mean that was that was key to me that was one of the main parts of home birth you know the main part main reason one of the main reasons why we chose home birth was because of that kind of thing so yeah I totally agree I mean I was watching a show last night where um, a woman had had a baby and, you know, just like you see in that traditional hospital sense, baby gets taken to a nursery and then everyone goes and sees baby for the first time, you know, through the glass with all the other babies in the nursery, you know, in their little um, porta cribs. And I was, I was thinking to myself, oh my gosh, that's right. Like I, I forgot that's what, that's what it's typically (laughs) like. Like that's how I saw my nephew for the first time was through a glass, you know, him in the nursery with all the other babies and like, that's yep. so here. surreal. <laughs> same here. Absolutely. And so it's just kind of, at the same time, it was kind of like, I almost didn't feel since that was such, that's, that's such a norm for me, you know, growing up, that's all I ever knew was they take your baby and they go to the nursery. I'm just laying in bed in my bed with my baby going, Oh, this is, this is it. We mm-hmm. just get to lay here now, you know, mm-hmm. and we get to just kind of do whatever we want. And we, we got her latched on for a little while and just kind of hung out and my doula hung out with us and um, everybody stayed and made sure that we were comfortable. And it was just, it was so relaxing. And then we put the baby in the, in the co-sleeper next to us and she slept for hours and we got to rest too. And it was just perfect. Woke up the next day, had breakfast in our house and couldn't have been more perfect. Yeah. Um, and how, tell me about Ryan and how it's been for him, you know, what it was like to come home and be with you those last couple of days of pregnancy. And, you know, he had to leave a couple of days after Charlotte was born. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. So, um, being there, being here, him being here for the few days that he got to be here before she came was, it was great. But like I said, it was just, it was kind of, I think he was on edge because he knew that he had to leave. He only had 10 days here. Mm. And I think, you know, we went out on a couple of dates, went out to dinner a few times and, and we just kind of 
I, I say we were just killing time. We would go sh- go out shopping or walk around the mall or something like that. And I just kind of, it was great to spend time with him. But at the same time, it was just like this waiting game. There was this, this thing in the back of both of our minds going, oh, my God, I hope this baby comes before you have to leave. Right. <laughs> so it was great that he was here and we got to spend a few days together before baby got here. But at the same time, it was it was just really a lot of pressure of, you know, make, wanting to make sure that he didn't waste his time and effort and energy coming, you know, and then the baby doesn't even get here until after he's left. So um, it was good, but it was also, it was kind of bittersweet, I guess, I, right. guess I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, afterwards, I'm, I'm so glad she came. Let's see, she came Tuesday morning and, and he left Saturday morning, the following Saturday. So he got a good few days with her, but that was also really tough too, because when he left, he just kept saying things like, you know, send me pictures every day. Send me a picture. I don't care if it looks like the picture from yesterday. Send, send me all the pictures you can. You know, I don't want to miss anything. And mm-hmm. so that was really hard to, you know, know that he he had to go back <laughs> and he was going to miss, even though it's only a couple of weeks, you know, it was such a special bonding time for him uh, that he's going to miss out on. So it's kind of bittersweet, but I'm glad he got to spend a few days with his daughter before, before he left. So, yeah. And he was glad to. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> wow. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, my eyes are tearing up a little bit. Just, um, <laughs> wow. And then what, do you have an idea of what the projected schedule, I know you said he gets to come in a couple of weeks, you know, is there a, yeah. a, ro- a more steady rotation now that Charlotte is here that he'll be able to come visit or what does that look like? Well, he's actually, we got, we got a return date this morning, actually, we found out um, as well. So it's tentative, of course, but mm-hmm. um, everything in the military is tentative until right. it actually happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so he should be coming back next Wednesday, actually, and then they'll be back for good. So, oh. yeah, so ready yeah we're definitely ready so and then oh he is too um so one one more week mm-hmm. not even a week so we're definitely ready uh, um that's yeah, a blessing it's been really tough to you know just knowing that and and he's in korea so he's he's with the time difference you know when i'm awake at night for feedings he's awake during the day and mm-hmm. so we'll text each other um during that time and i think it's just really tough for him for for me to text him and go, the baby screamed all night. She just won't stop screaming, yeah. you know, sleep or she just won't stop eating. And, and he's just, he's, he's been there the best that he can, you know, just saying, Hey, you know, keep up the good work. You're doing a great job. I'll be home soon. I can't wait to help you. Mm. Um, so he's done, he, you know, he's doing the best he can from, from a distance. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of diapers waiting on him. I bet. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's in for it. <laughs> and bath time. I think bath time is such a sweet bonding time for baby and dad. Um, I've talked about it before. Yeah. That's what Matthew does. Um, just because, you know, I get so much time with her nursing that it's like that's mm-hmm. their special bonding time. And it's the most ridiculous, cutest thing ever. <laughs> 
Yes, I think that we will task Daddy with bath time because this our baby, she loves bath time. Mm. I think most babies do, but she loves it. So I think that'll be his thing for with her too, definitely. Mm. So Wow. Yeah. So now yeah. that you're on the other side of this experience, what um what are some of the big takeaways for you through this whole home birth planning process and now going through birth? Like what were some of the biggest things you've learned? Oh, um, you can plan and plan and plan and plan and it's not going to go like you planned it. So <laughs> be, it's not going to go like you thought it would in your mind. That That's my experience anyway. Um, and I think people, even my midwife tried to delicately tell me that. And, and I'm just, you know, being the kind of person I am, I'm like, no, it's going to go this way. We're going to get our water burst and I'm going to go get the tub and we'll have it ready before you get here. And we're going to deliver in the tub. <clears throat> yeah. It didn't work out that way. So um, I would say definitely be open I would, mm-hmm. to others, you know, be open to whatever happens and just go with the flow because I eventually had to just stop once they said, okay, we're, we're going to get out of the pool. I, I just, took a moment to myself and I said, okay, this is going to be what it's going to be. You know, I didn't want to deliver on my bed. I didn't want to deliver on the toilet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't want to tell that story. Um, But, you know, the midwives are there to, and and your doula, your whole entire birth team is there to make sure that you and baby are safe Mm -hmm. uh, and that, that they're doing the right thing for you. So listen to them and just go with the flow and don't hold on to any specific idea uh, that you had in your mind. I know I had to let go of, of mine, even though I wasn't quite, you know, 100% dead set on anything. I knew there were things I didn't necessarily want, but they, they happened anyway. And mm-hmm. it, it turned out just fine. It was fine. If I had delivered her on the toilet, it would have been what it was as long as she came out healthy and happy. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's definitely one of the biggest things. Um, I have to say, do it. If you're thinking about it, just do it because mm. it was one of the best decisions I have ever made. And in the moment and directly after and my mom asked me, she said, so would you do this again? And I think in the moment I was like, don't ask me that right now. Right. I was so tired, I was so tired and, and I was more like more in pain uh, from pushing and, and it was like a total body workout. I felt yes. like I had whiplash for days afterwards because I was pushing so hard and mm. I was so exhausted. I think that exhaustion was what was making me say, I don't think I'd ever do this again. But then a day or two passed and I was like, I would not trade this experience for the world. And why would I ever go to a hospital now that I've done this? You know, why would I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it. So Mm. I would say to anybody that's considering, that's considering doing it, just do it, just go for it, Mm. you know? So that's amazing. Um, that's what I took away from it. It was, it was a fantastic experience. You know, it was just, it was more than I could have hoped for. So, so I heard two basic points that you can apply to everywhere else in your life as well. The first being kind of let go of attachments and, and really strong, um, uh, connection to expectations of things because sure. things will be as they're going to be and it's going to help you in the long run to move through an experience and for your own health and your own sanity to just kind of you know release and move on and yeah 
That second part of listening to your intuition, you know, like you said, if you have that pull, if you have that feeling towards it, you know, explore that, listen to that, you know, inform yourself further on it, seek advice and feedback. Like those are um, things that anyone can take for, for any part of their life, but especially an experience like birth. Yeah, definitely. And And another one of the things that I had to let go of was that I had big plans to not be butt naked mm. <laughs> and laboring. I wanted to be wearing this cute little nursing sports bra and uh, my pictures were going to be fantastic. I, you know, I was out there, like yep. everything was out there, all of my pictures, my boobs, like right there next to the baby's face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I didn't want that. But, you know, in the moment when it came time to get in the pool, I just said, oh my God, I just have to get out of what, I get this stuff off of me. Yeah. You know, I just want it off of me. So that was another thing I had to let go of too. But, you know, when you think about it, who's really going to see those pictures? You know, my, my mom saw everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, and in the end, it, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. But I was so holding on to not being one of those, you know, butt naked, boobs flying everywhere mm-hmm. kind of people. But I was. <laughs> yep. So just, just out that way. So. <laughs> It wasn't very cute, but it was, it was, be- it was beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. It's beautiful. I, yep. All hanging. I was right there with you. I <laughs> I got you. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. man. Uh, Christy, we have so enjoyed more than enjoyed, like been honored to be a part of your, your story and how it's progressed and to talk to you before and now after it's just, it's so amazing. And I really, um, I'm excited for people to hear like both perspectives, both like packed together so closely to, uh, it's just, it's so great. You know, you have the, the freshest, one of the freshest perspectives possible right now. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Well, I'm so honored that you guys, you know, wanted to chat with me and hear my story. I appreciate it. Yes. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. Smother that baby in kisses. Oh, she's so Absolutely. squishy. I can't wait to put those pictures up on the site. If you're listening to this right now, go to the website immediately to see pictures of an adorable little mush. She's so cute. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll pick out some, like, non-booby pictures to send you guys from the birth, too. <laughs> so you can kind of see those. I'll try and, like, edit my, my boobs out. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you yeah. so much, Christy. Enjoy and blessings and love to you and Ryan and Charlotte. Thank you so much, guys, and same to you. I appreciate you. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad-approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgins. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.